0: You're listening to The Power of a Cookie Podcast, episode number 20. Welcome to The Power of a Cookie Podcast. See how cookie decorators are using cookies to make the world better, one cookie at a time. Today we have an amazing guest on our podcast and her name is Diane Mayer. She's from Mama Mayer Bakery and I met her at Cookie Con and her cookies, if you've ever seen them, I promise you, you will not forget them because they're so creative and the way that she does it, seriously, there will be links on the podcast below. You've got to go check them out. But until then, say hello, Diane. How are you? Hi, thank you so much for having me today. I love having you today. You are awesome. I knew the first time that we met each other at CookieCon, it was going to be a special friendship. <laughs> oh, and back at you. Oh my goodness, in spades, back at you. <laughs> yeah, we had so much fun just learning and, and just talking to each other. It was, it was like, I don't know, it was wonderful. I think we just clicked from the word go. I would agree
1: with that, and I also truly uh, appreciated your inspirational um, the speech that you gave actually that year too. So oh,
0: thank you. That was that was it, you know it was true, and, and that's where this came from. Cookies are powerful, so let's get out there and show people how powerful sugar can be. <laughs> Woody woot! <laughs> now when I look at your cookies. Always on Instagram, Facebook, on your website, wherever I see them. My very first thing is, how did she come up with that? How in the world do you get your inspiration and your ideas? Well, um, I actually
1: pull, if I can say, three from three different areas. Um, The first areas, if you might imagine, if you've seen my cookies, is actually... Um, this long-lasting friendship that I've had with puns. Uh, they have always been in my life, uh, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. I think it's and they- a great thing. <laughs> <laughs> and they kind of lurk in the background, always willing themselves forward. And so that's basically like an underlying theme that comes through on most of my cookie sets Um, but then there's a second area uh, where it involves kind of like random sightings if i can it could be something that i've seen on display at target or it could be a t-shirt that i saw at the gym or maybe one of our beautiful daughters has said something that is just whacked me up, and then that (laughs) sticks in my brain, you know. Um, I actually um, have some folders on my phone so that even when I'm out and about, if something comes to my brain, I will write them down, and I try and organize them a little bit, and later on I uh, might pull those out, in particular if I'm thinking of something that's upcoming as a set. So that's the second thing. But the third thing that I kind of pull into creating the cookies is – Um, the story from my clients. I think that those are usually, something in there usually triggers a process in my brain. Um, And I think maybe an example of that might help understand, or I don't know if it's possible to follow the path (laughs) that I follow, uh, that I I come to on this. But um, for example, there was a Mother's Day set that I did a long time ago. And um, in this case, the daughter, didn't know what she wanted. She just uh, was kind of all over the place with it, but so wanted to give her mom something nice. And um, so I just asked her to start telling me the story, like whatever she wanted to say about her mom, to describe her or give an instance of something that happened. And somewhere in this conversation, uh, this young lady said, ah, my mom, what a sweetheart. And instead of hearing sweetheart, my brain heard sweet tart, which is the can- <laughs> the little candies. Yes. And so from there, I jumped to when I was a kid. I don't know, Lisa, if you ever did this, but when I was a kid, we used to get like poster board and we'd write happy birthday cards, but we'd like tape candy on those in place of the words. And so it would Cute. say like a little story. And so I thought, hey, what if I do a cookie set? That relates back to something like that. So, the first, um, each cookie had a different candy or two on it. And of course, I had a candy that said, or I had a cookie that had the sweetheart candy package on it. And it said, What a sweetheart. But then I also had the crunch bar on it. And it said, You're always there in a crunch. I had a pack of extra gum, and that said extra special mom, Reese's Pieces. And it said, you know, we, you're always there when we, you know, so we don't fall to pieces. So that you get that, you get, you know, you're a lifesaver. Yeah. You, get the, you get the idea. So I put those all into a box, tied it with a bow, and the tag said, no way to candy coat it. You're the sweetest mom. And that so that
0: is adorable. That is the cutest way to get to mother's day cookies ever that's precious <laughs> that's awesome. so, so that's
1: yeah so and then the other thing another thing that i like to do is uh, utilize the english language it's a little quirky to me and there doesn't seem to be any hard and fast rules or regulations in the english language um, but one thing that I have noticed is that there are a ton of words that sound the same, but are spelled differently, and they have completely different meanings. And so um, I use that all the time, either for like one or two cookies or maybe for a whole set. But, for example, I just did a set for a personal trainer and I'm standing in the gym looking around. And of course, uh, so for example, I see weights. And so I'm thinking, okay, what turn of phrase, what um, idiom, what maybe music lyric has weights in it? So what came to my head was the phrase, wait for it, but that's W-A-I-T. And instead I put in there an wait for it, W-E-I-G-H-T. <laughs> Or another thing was like, I was thinking, there was a a woman doing a lot of squats. And um, I just thought, oh, no ifs or buts. But instead of the B U T S, it was B U T T S. (laughs) And so, you know, so that's that's kind of the thought process. But I have to admit that I am not the only person who does this. There are so many clever cookers out there. And one of them, I might say, is yourself. I am so curious if you would share with us how you came up with your word playing um
0: cookie moniker the barefoot baker yeah it's not a happy story so oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> <Sugar>. <laughs> it's well it is a happy story alan's best friend he and uh his best friend they were best friends since they were little kids i guess and uh he would always encourage anybody. He would walk up to him, and first thing he would do would be to tell you, you look like some star or something. You know, he would say, you look like, and he would fill in the blank. I think he okay. told me I look like Mary Lou Retton. I don't <laughs> see it, <laughs> but that's why he told me. Oh, she was incredible, so I guess that's she good. was. I wish I was that talented, absolutely. But, wow. um, but he always encouraged us to, you know, The things that we didn't normally necessarily see about ourselves, well, um, he committed suicide, and he committed suicide on Alan's birthday, which was a horrible, horrible, horrible day. So to deal with things, you know, I helped his mom do whatever she needed for the funeral, and then um, I... Two days later, got a piece of paper and a pencil and I sat down at the kitchen table and I just started sketching and I got my Bible and I looked and, and what it, what kept coming to me is why didn't he talk to us about this? We were there, he was at our house. I mean, it was, we were just such good friends. I mean, and it broke my heart that he didn't talk to us about it. And I just kept saying to him, even though he wasn't here and I kept telling Alan, it was like, why didn't he know that he didn't have to bear this loan? great Christian guy, you know, um, okay. he knew the Bible. You couldn't talk to him about the Bible because he knew so much more than you, you know? And so he knew that he had people that loved him that would do anything for him. And yet he committed suicide. So as I sat there and I sketched, I drew the bear that you see basically on, you know, my website, I mean, on the Barefoot okay. baker. and I drew it and the words came with it and said, you don't have to bear it alone. And then I told Alan, I said, I think I'm going to start a blog. And he said, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was that oh, early. Goodness. I said, a blog, and I'm going to use this as a logo. So I took it down to a local shop and asked them if they could turn it into, you know, my logo. And they did. But when I look at the bear, I it makes me happy. Not that it always reminds me of Kevin, but it just reminds me, we don't have to bear anything alone. Even as cookiers. We don't have to do anything alone. If I needed something right now, I could pick up the phone and call you. Or I could call so many people. Or people can call me. And we can help each other through it. So no matter what we're going through, you guys, we're not alone. Just ask for help. And we will all help you, you know? Well said. Well said. So that's where... That's where the barefoot baker came from, and wow. you know. So you thought it was going to be some cute little happy story, didn't you? <laughs> I have to admit, <laughs> I haven't ever heard it, and so I did. No, one, right? <laughs> no one has really heard it because I don't. I don't talk about it a lot, you know. Um, I should. I should talk about it a whole lot more because we don't have to bear it alone. So, and, and that's just where my little bear came from, you know. Oh my gosh! Well, thank you for sharing that. Well, I welcome. hope I did not stir up. <laughs> oh, I'm fine. Like I said, he's nervous. been he's been gone for many years, and and Alan and I will be driving down the road and see something, and you know, and and he'll look at me and he'll say, "Who does that remind you of?" I said, "The same person it reminds you of," you know. Oh. <laughs> and so we laugh. I mean, it just so many good memories and and so many so many good things. So, and like I said, that's what. That's what my little bear started as. But it reminds me that no matter what we go through, times are hard. Life is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. All you have to do is ask someone. Polite applause from this side. Someone (laughs) will jump in and help you and they would be glad to. And I'm here. So, you know, I may be slow these days. I'm getting old, but call (laughs) me. Ask me. I'll help. Welcome to my club. (laughs) (laughs) So where did Mama Mia Bakery come from?
1: It came from um, kids. Uh, we were so, so very lucky that in our house, uh, we have two beautiful jo- daughters and uh, very social, both of them and their friends came over. It may or may not, I'm not saying, have to do with anything that there was plentiful number of cookies around, but uh, <laughs> they, they definitely, it started out with chocolate chip cookies and then uh, diverted. But um, it was one of the kids at just a random gathering that was there one day, one night. And for whatever reason, he called me Mama Mayor. And then Mama Mayor stuck. And to this day, I still am called that randomly um, all over the place. And so when it came time to create an Instagram name, uh, blog name, I just stuck with Mama Mayor Bakery.
0: I like it. I think that's the perfect name for you. I think it's just, it's happy. It's fun. I mean, it's just, it's perfect. I I feel fortunate to have it. The kids (laughs) did good. Okay, so I've talked about how I got my name and you've talked about how you've got your name and you talked about a Mother's Day set of cookies. Do you have anything like, you know, maybe a Father's Day set that's, you know, stuck out in your brain at all?
1: Oh, for Father's Day, I will say that there is one that is near and dear to my heart. Um, It's actually a box set. So I really have an affinity for uh, all things nerdy, but also, (laughs) but also a box, like box set of like a couple, three cookies, sort of like a semi-sweet Mike thing going on.
0: Yes. Uh,
1: Only my twist on it is usually wordplay. So, uh, But my favorite, getting back, my favorite um, Father's Day set actually was something that I made for my husband. Our kids had both gone off on their ways. Either they were off to college or one had already graduated. And um, I was just thinking, what would they say to him, you know, if. So uh, what would they say to him? I think that um they would have nothing but good things to say so i combined with what what i thought they would say which would be pretty sentimental type things with breakfast because he is my breakfast brunch guy Uh, so the cookies that i came up with were i had a little waffle on top of a cookie so i said you never waffled. And then the next cookie was it had like a little slice of bacon. When (laughs) when I tested your bacon point, and then the last (laughs) one had a nice little egg. And it said you were always you knew always exactly egg exactly what to say.
0: I love that. That is so creative. And first of all, he's your husband. Yeah. great father to he's your dad amazing good husband <laughs> to you and he's yes. your waffle your i mean your breakfast person i mean yeah, yeah what a good find <laughs> oh snap
1: i mean he's <laughs> he's funny he's bright when he laughs the whole world brightens he's just uh, he just has this chortle that's freaking amazing. And yeah, mm-hmm. he whips up an awesome bacon breakfast
0: as well. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's, that's very exciting. Like super, 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 super exciting. Oh, that's sure. good. Well, I, I, you know, I just going to have to come check out your daddy day cookies, you know, uh, in the yeah. future. I'll have to Please. surf. I'll have to stalk you online to see what I can find out. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. So, as far as cookies, what's next for you? Do you have any big plans or small plans or, you know, what kind of plans do you have? <laughs> well, my, my short-term plan
1: is I'm actually going to uh, take a class from Angela at the Painted Box. Wow. Uh, this coming weekend, I admire her work. On, and un, I mean, she's just unbelievable. Her creativity, her artistry is incredible and she uses different media. And that is what I'm hoping that I will learn, from, well, learn across the board, but I'm hoping that I'll, I'll pick up some, um, good tips and, and, um, I don't know. Just everything she does is amazing. So that's a short term. Um, on a longer term, I need to figure out New Hampshire cottage laws. I have not looked that up yet.
0: Yeah, And the cottage um, laws, it's amazing to me how they're so different everywhere, but then they're the same everywhere. Yeah. So it was very, for me,
1: it was interesting because I first started cookies um, over, well, about five years ago in New York. And in New York, it varies by county what you have to do. But in my particular county, you had to work out of either a commercial kitchen that had been health certified, or you had to put a second kitchen in your house that wasn't related to where you did your usual daily activities. And so I, in New York, I, I worked out of a health certified commercial kitchen and then brought it home to finish up or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then we moved to Denver and in Colorado, they have very friendly cottage food laws. They ask that you take uh, a food safety course that is done through an extension of one of the local universities. Uh, But pretty much, so after that, all you have to do is say, buyer beware, here's my disclaimer that comes with every cookie set. And it says, you know, this was made where there's strawberries and nuts and gluten and whatever else. Um, But it's it's pretty straightforward and they are very good. Once they have your email, they give you like anything that's changed through legislation or other information, they send it right to you. So they give you a whole list of names of people. If you have a question, these are the best people to ask. So I have to say Colorado has their act together when it comes to cottage food laws. They're very good.
0: Yeah, that's really good. Because cottage food laws, I mean, I see both sides of this. I see people wanting to just bake cookies and pass them out. I I totally Mm. see that. And I feel that. And I was once that person, you know, but then I also see people wanting to sell them and you know, kids with allergies. I don't think there were kids with allergies like this when we were growing up. I don't remember anybody in my school having any kind of food allergy. I don't know if it's because I lived under a rock or what, (laughs) but I don't remember anybody. So now I see, yes, I may need a list. You know, um, my granddaughter's allergic to eggs. She can have eggs that are baked or cooked in something. Um, but she can't have just an, an egg like icing, some meringue powder or royal icing. So if I make cookies for her, it has to be buttercream because she can't do the egg. Well, when Trip was here, when Tripp was born, before she came into this beautiful world and made it even more beautiful, uh, <sighs> me and Trip used to decorate with royal icing all the time. And I looked forward to doing that with her. And so we just had to come up with a new way. So, you know, I do see the cottage food laws helping everybody. But I do see them being hard for bakers to get started. I really do.
1: You know, you do have the perfect example, though, with an allergy, especially there's, like you were saying, now there's these anaphylactic allergies that used to be maybe a rash or some such. But um, it's so incredibly serious that it, it is something that I understand why they're trying to address it.
0: I do too. So I hope everybody gets, you know, a cottage food law that they can work with that can help them be what they want to be. So that will be good. So, well, I'm excited. Now, you have lived in multiple states. How many states have you lived in? Uh, Eleven. (laughs) Eleven. So have you ever lived in Tennessee? No. There's a house right down the road that you can... (laughs) Come on and just move in and be my neighbor. <laughs> I have to say that your neck of the
1: woods is absolutely gorgeous. And I have hiked in that area and actually are um, the best man at our wedding lives in Nashville. So we Nashville is one of my favorite cities ever. It is just an amazing place full of so many talented people. And um, musical people. <laughs> right. On, on every, every level. And it's just a cool city. It's just very hopping. Even late at night, it's got stuff going on. And oh, yeah. So no. And Memphis, I'm sure. I have never been to Memphis. So that's, I guess, on a checklist. And there's all the country that's in between Yeah. that. So Chattanooga, also awesome. When we lived in Atlanta, we would go up to Chattanooga. Yeah. So Good state, that Tennessee. Good state, but well, never lived there.
0: <laughs> we, we went to the aquarium, I guess, last month. Um, Alan, my daughter, and... And me because she was on fall break. She's a teacher, and she was on fall break. So we said, "Hey, let's take a miniature road trip." And we went to the Chattano- or we went to the Tennessee Aquarium. And I was just like, you know, I really like Chattanooga. We lived that way a long time ago, and just driving down, so many things have changed. And uh, you know, they just keep getting better and better. I think they're trying to catch up to Nashville. Shh. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> Mom's the word. <laughs> yeah. Have you been to Gatlinburg or Pigeon Forge? I have not. I I cannot say that I have. You want to talk about hiking. If you ever come this way, I will give you some trails and hikes that are just breathtaking. So if you ever come this way, you'll have a place to go, I promise. I will take you up on that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so once you get past these cottage food laws, then what is your plan? Are you going to start selling cookies from your home, delivering them? I mean, like shipping them or what is your plan as far as your cookies go? I do not know if I can ship them. I still, I sent uh,
1: cookies to friends. I don't know if I can ship them in Colorado, their cottage food law. That was part of it as well, that they said, this is what works within the uh, boundaries of Colorado, but you were not allowed to ship outside of Colorado. Okay. So of course, if they're friends or family, uh, you know, then I'm free. They don't, they know my product. They know who, you know, then yes. I'm free to ship exactly them. That's, that's, you know no big deal. Um, so I, I have to investigate that. Um, I have reached out to a couple of New Hampshire cookiers. so I'm going to see what the feel is the lay of the land here. Um, I don't know right now. I have to admit that right now I am super happy. I've been able to, um, Help out with a couple of fundraisers and do some things. I just want to say, if I can, give a shout out to these folks who do these huge fundraisers. You just had, I think it was Ashley that was on and she was doing the pancreatic. Yes. Yes. So um, and she did the pancreatic pancreatic cancer fund. She's trying to build that all up. Uh, oh, I mean, my goodness, like Gobo or Operation Cookie Takeover to give to military that are abroad. There's so many amazing people and they are so good yeah. <laughs> at orchestrating this and pulling it all together. And i you can't see me, but I'm actually curtsying before them <laughs> because I, they are incredible yourself that you're doing this blog and helping out. I mean, and there's all these different people. But I have to say that for myself, um, what i some people can't do it because they just have other jobs or they're doing what have you. For me, what has given me like tremendous satisfaction is I kind of stay within my little local community and give out little cookie sets to neighbors or friends or what have you. It's not on this large scale. Um, it's I do try to donate as much as I can to whatever good causes are around. But uh, one of the things that you talk about the power of cookie, and sometimes you don't even realize that just like bringing cookies to a neighbor or giving something to somebody when they're least expecting it just makes their day. And you never know, like you also said, you never know what somebody's going through. Yeah. Um, and I was really fortunate one time. So here's an example. I was very, very fortunate one time. I had a friend of a friend and I found out that this friend was donating a kidney to a complete stranger. It was just, I mean, it's mind blowing to me. And so I made one of my punny sets to to give to her and she had no idea that she was gonna get that. And just, um, she was sweet enough to write me a note afterwards and it just, it made her day. And it, that's what I'm saying. It was a handful of cookies and yet those handful of cookies just made her giggle and, Feel better about things, you know, so it can be on a very the power of the cookie can be on a very big scale, but a very or a very small scale.
0: But if you touch one person like that, I mean, yes, you could take a bunch of cookies into a school or do it for a school fundraiser or to raise money for cancer or ALS or anything that people are doing. But you made that one lady know, hey, what you're doing is huge. It's, it's not unnoticed. We notice it, and we thank you for that. And if we all kind of get in that mind frame, think about what this world could be, you know? Indeed. Yes. I second that. <laughs> Amen. Yes. <laughs> there you well, go. I think that's awesome. Okay, now I'm going to put you... Um, Put you on the spot here like I do everybody else. And I'm going to ask that question that I ask everybody and everybody, I think they know that I'm going to ask it. They just don't think I'm going to ask it to them. So is there any information or tips or tricks or love that you want to send people who follow you? I would just
1: uh, like to say thank you. Of course, super grateful for everything, for the cookie community um, for, because they are, just a loving, helpful, wonderful community. I really appreciate that for all those people who follow me. um, I appreciate the kindness. I have been given so much kindness, gentle words, supportive words. And so the only tip or hope that I have is that you give some of that kindness back to yourself. And like you say, maybe you will have this whole world of
0: amazement. (laughs) Amazement. That's just, yeah. I mean, I agree if they could show themselves a little love because I think we're hard on ourselves. Oh yes. (laughs) Oh yes. Sometimes I stand over a bowl scraping the icing off of a cookie thinking, what was I thinking with that color? (laughs) So, Mm. but it's just a color. It's just a color. So yes, if we could be nice to ourselves and be nice to others, I I agree with you. You've got something there. You know, people, we we just need to love each other. That's all there is to it. Be nice, be happy, and love each other. Well, I don't want to let you go because I just, <laughs> I love having you hang around. I love hanging around you, you know. Like I said, I gotcha. something magical at that first Cookie Con. Our first encounter at Cookie Con was we ate breakfast together, right? Yes, we did. And it was before it was before anything, really, we were just in that big, huge, you know, area. And I don't know if I invited you to sit down, or you invited me to sit down. But Alan, my husband was with us. And we sat down and there was another lady that was alone. And we said, Hey, do you want to come sit with us? And, and we just we had the best time. It was just it was cookie fun. You are correct. Good people fun. Good people fun. You need to make some cookie fun cookies. What would those look like? Oh Lord have mercy. I don't I, know. I think there would be a lot of sugar involved, you know? <laughs> Our A lot sure, of so. sugar. Okay. So let's say that I'm new to the podcast. I just stumble upon this on iTunes or whatever, and I don't know where to find you. Where can I find you so I can see your amazingly witty and beautiful cookies? Where can I find you? Ah, oh, thank you for
1: asking that. Um, my biggest presence is on Instagram, and that is under Mama Mayor Bakery. That's M-A-M-A-M-A-Y-E-R. B-A-K-E-R-Y. And my blog, very, very simple blog, but my blog is com. I love it. And are you on Facebook? I am, but I don't have a big presence there. Um, mostly it, it started out as a side page to my person personal page. And so there's I tend not to put much on there. The Instagram is really my, my I- jam.
0: I like Instagram too. Instagram and Pinterest. I'm a Pinterest person. Oh, Oh, I'm getting so much trouble looking at Pinterest. It's time to redo the living room. (laughs) I'll say, oh no, are you on Pinterest again? Yes, yes, I am. (laughs) I actually actually hired a girl named Amanda, and she is helping me with my Pinterest. When I say helping, I might as well just say she's doing it. She is amazing. And I can't believe how helpful she is and such a sweet girl. And yeah, I'm loving her. So if I could get, you know, maybe her to do, she's wanting to do more. So maybe I get her to do Facebook, you know, with me, but she seriously, I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do. If she ever doesn't want to do this anymore because she is amazing. (laughs) Oh, I'm so glad you have her. And social
1: media can be just an incredible tool um, it, it's, it could be just amazing too, but I try not like you, I get lost for hours
0: on Pinterest. And so I have to rein myself in. <laughs> I know. We should start scheduling Pinterest vacations where we go and we talk about cookies and then we all end up on Pinterest together. I mean, that sounds like, oh goodness, that sounds like a great weekend. <laughs> I, I look forward to seeing It be created. That sounds Um, great. I'll be there. (laughs) Just tell me when and where I'll be there. Well, Diane, thank you so much for being here. You guys, please go check out Diane and show her some love. She's at mama mia bakery on instagram and mama mia bakery.com is her website go show her some love and seriously when you look at these cookies you're gonna feel loved, and you're gonna think oh my gosh how does she do that how does she think of it you're gonna do exactly what i do how do you think of this <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness thank you so much
1: lisa i surely appreciate this well
0: thank you and you guys be sure to come back next time for more Power of a Cookie. And by the way, if you're interested in being on the Power of a Cookie, it's the holidays. It's the right time to tell people about your story and tell people what you're doing with the Power of a Cookie. We would all love to hear it. So just email me at lisa at thebarefootbaker.com and I will see you guys soon.
1: Thanks for listening to the Power of
0: a Cookie podcast at thebarefootbaker.com.